Hey, yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts. And we are here today with a full crew doing a NFL fantasy football redraft 12 team half PPR mock draft. Frank, did you love that? I'm going to go into the lineup. What's the lineup? What's the settings? Any tight end premium, Andrew? Wow. Shut up. How are you going? Ass, man. <laughs> I'm doing good, Andy. How are you, mate? It's always good to be on the pod. Like you said, we do have a full house. We've got none other than Charlene making his return on the pod. I am good back, to have you, buddy. People. How are you going? I'm, back. I'm I'm sure everyone has uh missed me a lot. You know, I can tell by the ratings. But uh it's all right. The the people's the people's uh champ is back, all right? Don't you worry. Um, that implies you've won something better than ever. All right. Um, can't wait to get into this mock. We're what, like under fifty days before the season starts or something. So we're really close. It's like forty, um, bro. Forty it's under like forty. So oh, I did say under the 50. Hall of Fame game. Right? Is that right? Is that actually correct? Under fifty. It's forty-two a couple of days ago. There you go. There you go. So I was right. Thanks, Joel. How how are you, Joel? Speaking of Joel, how how are things? Yep, still alive, so good. Happy to be breathing. 21 and sunny in the bay, and it has been for like four days. Went to the beach today. No. Took the great Just just to your knowledge, it was pretty cold and miserable down in Ballarat. Me, Ezra, and Andrew and Simon went to the beach. He bought his fishing rod, didn't catch a fish. We saw dolphins. We did. We saw dolphins. Mm, Magical place, baby. Yeah, Simon um, would eat dolphin. Frank's surprised. <laughs> he doesn't really think we saw dolphins, but we did. Um, circling back to fantasy football, what are um, they? dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good yeah great segue. Yeah. Um, Frank, your running back room. Uh, the big news today was Jonathan Taylor wants to be traded. He's got a sore back. Um, they're gonna not pay him. They're not gonna play him. They're not. They're gonna trade him. Talk to me. Jonathan Taylor, you have him. Are you concerned? All right. Now, firstly, with Jonathan Taylor, let's get this one out of the way with. He's not injured. The whole he's got a sore back thing, it's rubbish. I don't buy it. No one should be buying it. He's perfectly healthy. He's obviously going into camp, said, I don't want to practice. I'm not getting paid. They're not giving me my extension. Jim Ursay has been very public about not wanting to pay Jonathan Taylor, he's then put in his trade request. They've said, no, we're not trading you. No, we're not paying you. So if you're if you're Jonathan Taylor, why, what's your incentive to go out there and play? Other than, you know, you're trying to basically support a rookie quarterback who I don't think Anthony Richardson's bad. Or I don't think the Colts are going to be the worst team in the NFL. They sure as hell aren't beating the Jacksonville Jaguars um, in their division to make the playoffs. So why, why would Jonathan Taylor now risk his body and risk his livelihood, go out there, possibly get hurt, and then not have a contract next year. Um, so he's probably doing the right thing, wants to sit out. Um, what he has done, though, is not realized that by not reporting to practice um, and then saying he's injured, he may land himself on the non-football injury list, which means he doesn't accrue a year of eligibility on his contract. They could then not pay him his salary for this season, and he's still in the same exact position he will be come next offseason. So I think inevitably he will play. I hope a contract gets sorted out or a trade gets sorted out, but it does not look like it's going to sort itself out anytime soon. Um, I believe the number is six games and a player has to play to accrue that year of eligibility. Um, Or, you know, obviously if they're injured for the entire year and they do practice or they they can't get on the field, I'm not exactly certain on the exact intricacies, um, but I do believe he's going to play at some stage. 
whether they do or don't get a deal done. Obviously, you want to see a deal get done. You want to see the best running backs in the NFL um, playing. Yeah, um, we agree here in Bateman's Bay. You know, it's just funny to bully Frank. Uh, he will play, um, but it's not great. Charlene, do you have any JT or overall running back position takes? You haven't been on the pod in a while. Um, let us know. Um, Especially really. as a former running back. Hey, don't disrespect him, man. He still plays. No, I'm still I'm still going. What are you talking about? Former good running back. Coming off my best season <laughs> of my career. Um, thank you very much. Uh but um no, nah, Frank kind of said it all. Um the whole running back market, it's kind of uh it's 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 pretty sad. So I feel I, I feel kind of bad for them, but you kind of got to, it's gone a little bit too far, like, especially with JT, like everyone else, I understand, like after, you know, all the Le'Veon Bell stuff and, and all those running back contracts that didn't pan out. Cause I a hundred percent am a believer that you can just replace them in the draft after their rookie contract ends. Um, apart from, you know, the, um, the special ones like Christian McCaffrey or Derek Henry, but even those guys, like they're not making that much money. Like, uh, when when Liv Bell sat out and he got that big contract, like he he was on a lot more than these guys are, uh, which is which is funny to to say, but uh, but yeah, so uh, I'd just be a bit like we're a little bit more wary at the moment if this running back, um, like contract issues keep happening year by year, because if you if your guys are gonna go into like a contract year the next year, it's kind of kind of even more depletes the you know the a timeline of a running back that you have on your dynasty roster you can't it shortens their career even more now that you know that this is happening but um yeah you if you have players that are on their rookie contract you got nothing to worry about so these guys that um unfortunately frank has on like every single one of those on his roster which is really funny uh like the joe Mixon, yeah sorry i have good running backs the fucking uh, Jonathan Taylor's the Saquon Barkley's. It's, uh, he used to have Josh Jacobs, which is the funny thing. If he had Josh Jacobs, oh my god, would be even funnier. Uh but but yeah, it's uh it sucks, but uh it is what it is. It's it's that's the type of position that they play. They don't last very long. Um yeah, thanks. That's really the only news I have. So we'll get into the mock draft. We're gonna go head to head to head to head. Um, what do they call in the WWE? A four. They don't have a fatal four way. Thank you, Charlene. Yes. Um. So. <laughs> um. So hey, I'm, got... I'm back on the WWE, by the way. It's awesome. How's How's my man Seth Rollins going? Is he still Monday Night Rollins? No, he's he's Seth freaking Rollins or something like that. Okay. Nice. Um. Yeah. So we've got twelve team half PPR. Uh, two running back, two receiver, two flex, five bench spots, uh, quarterback, tight end as normal. Um, I'm going to press start mock draft, fellas. Are we all ready? Yes, sir. Fired up. Oh, gee, oh, how good is this? Whoa. Well, let's let's explain to the listeners what actually just happened there. So, because, you know, this isn't a video, guys. You can't just say, whoa, and then expect them to know what's happened. Well, you were right, cool. Frank. Um, it was your job, your next pick. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to take the pick. Don't you worry. Uh, but the player that's gone off the board at the 101, the CPU, loves running back. He's living in 2017. Has taken Austin Eckler. So uh, 
pretty easy pick for me at number two here. I'm going to go with Jay Jetters. If Andrew uh, unpauses the mock draft, I can make that selection. There we go. And then straight up off the board, we've had Christian McCaffrey go at the 103. Charlene, that leaves you with the fourth pick. Where are you yeah, looking I mean, at? Uh, it's, it's pretty easy who to take in these uh, top four picks. I reckon I think it's uh, every year is kind of the same. But um, I think even more so, these uh, these top three wide receivers are, um, are the guys you want to have. Uh, this jump that uh, Jamar is going to take this year, I think is going to be... It's gonna be just like Jetta's. Um, and he's got an even better quarterback. So I'm taking the man, Jamar Chase. But if you have Cup, you know, like I'm not gonna be mad at you if you take J- Chase instead of Jetta's. I'm not gonna be mad at you either. So I think that's just how how it works from these top top few picks here. Okay, wonder where Joel's gonna go with this next pick. Let us know who went went ahead of your pick now, Joel, the one oh eight. But I got a good feeling who I I know who you're gonna pick. Yeah, so um, Cooper Cup at the 105, Saquon Barkley at the 106, and tight end Travis Kelsey at the 107. Um, I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, I will take Bijan Robinson. Um, I think there's a clear top sort of eight, um, the last of which would be Bijan or Steph Diggs. Um, but yeah. I will take Bijan as there are a lot of good wide receivers to be had in the second round. What do you guys think of taking Travis Kelsey at the one seven here with a CPU did? I'd do it. Oh, dead fuck, man. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you, you, like, you like it, Joe? You like taking Travis Kelsey at the one seven before you were really interrupted by Andrew um, and the poor players that have fallen to him at the one twelve. Uh, Joel, you asked your question, but I'll just jump in. Um, so after Bijan was one nine, Tyreek Hill one ten, Steph Diggs one eleven, Nick Chubb, they were the three players in my queue. Um, so now I'm a bit rattled. I thought I'd be a man and take the one twelve, unlike these three cowards who all took top eight picks. Um, my first mock draft of the season. I haven't really looked at it. Obviously, I know which players I like and don't like, but um, you know, doing the exercise is gonna be fun. Um, I'm going to take AJ Brown because he plays for those dirty birds, and they're gonna win the Super Bowl, and he's gonna catch a million touchdowns. Is that right, Frank? And I'm gonna... oh yeah, Jalen Hurts throwing a heap of those. Don't you worry. Mm. And I'm gonna pair him with another running back. No, another receiver. Sorry, and it's gonna be CD Lamb. Uh, I think he's gonna have a solid year. And, uh, yeah, nothing else to add. Fuck them running backs. Joel, you're back on the clock. Um, yeah, so between your taking AJ and CD, went Jonathan Taylor at the 2-2, Pat Mahomes at the 2-3, and that man slash machine, Derrick Henry, at the 2-4. Um after taking Bijan, I'm looking wide receiver, and there are plenty. Um, Adams, Amon Ra St. Brown, uh, that man, Garrett Wilson, and Jalen Waddle all are very appealing. Um, I think Devontae Adams is getting very disrespected, um, and he will be my pick at What's that? The wide receiver, one, two, three, four, five, six. The wide receiver, eight, Devontae Adams. Um, 
Yeah. It doesn't sound right, does it? It really no. doesn't sound right. So, yeah, that's my pick. All right. Uh, great pick, Joel. Um, next two picks, that, uh, three picks, sorry, go off the board is Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Amanra St. Brown. Um, not sure what CPU is doing here with the the back-to-back quarterbacks. I don't like them that early, um, as good as they are. Uh, which leaves me with a crazy stack that I'm about to um take. Taking G. Wilson, uh, that's the man right there. It's a great pick here. Stacking him up with Jamar Chase, that's uh that's pretty unfair. Um it's kinda looking at back at uh, Andrews uh back to back and comparing it with mine. It's a bit of a rough time down there at the one one twelve and one at the two ten or whatever. I don't know what they call it. But yeah, I'm I'm look I'm looking good. Um, yeah, well, just between mine and your pick, Charlene, we did have Josh Jacobs go off the board. Um, wasn't really looking to take Josh Jacobs here at the two ten. I think the value, um, still remains with the wide receivers. I could definitely see someone wanting to take Tony Pollard at the two eleven here. I'm not. I'm genuinely not scared to take Tony Pollard in the second round of my fantasy drafts. I know some people think that you know he can't, he won't repeat what he did last year. Um, I'm pretty confident that he will. So he's someone that I'd be looking at. Um, but, you know, Charlene was talking about having a, an elite wide receiver pairing. You know, he's got Jamar Chase and Garrett Wilson. Well, uh, why don't you just do one, one step even better, Charlene, and you take Justin Jefferson and follow it up with Jalen Waddle in the second round. Um, perfect start to my fantasy draft. Um, I think everyone would agree with that. You're a big hero, Frank. <laughs> All right, so now, surprisingly, Team 1 has now gone three running backs in a row in the first three rounds, noting that they don't pick until the 4-12. Very, very brave that some of the wide receiver talent is going to make it all the way back to them at the 4-12. Not something I'd probably find myself doing personally, um, but, you know, each to their own. I'm not going to disrespect anyone anyone else's strategy, especially not the CPU. but I'm here in the third round. I'm looking at the running back position. I see Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. They're almost at that next tier of running back. They're not, you know, your Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, those guys that have, you know, running back one or at least top five running back upside. I don't see that with Ramondre Stevenson. I don't think he's going to fall outside of, you know, the top 12, top 15. Um, but I'd much rather take someone. Uh, I'm going to obviously give away my pick here is Mark Andrews has the ability to finish as the tight end one, has done it before, um, but he's not someone, he's going to be a top three tight end. I think that's a given. He's a difference maker at that at the position. Um, I feel like T. Higgins, Chris Olave, Devontae Smith are all very much the same. They're going to be a high-end wide receiver two, maybe even a low-end wide receiver one, if things break their way. Um, but I'd much rather have the difference maker at the tight end position as opposed to just another guy at wide receiver when I've already got Justin Jefferson and Jalen Model. So, um, Frank, what do you think of um early tight end, early quarterback? You brought it up, um, but we've had in the first, what's that, 24, 5, 6, 27 picks, we've had Kelsey, Andrews, Allen, Hertz, and Pat Mahomes. Um, do you like it or do you hate it? Uh, I wouldn't take Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen in the second round if they are going in um, that frame, uh, that in that, you know, that draft slot in your drafts. If I got to like Foles position at the back end of the third round and Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, or Pat Mahomes are still available, um, I'd definitely consider it there. Um, 
But while someone like a Lamar Jackson, and maybe not so much Joe Burrow, even though he's, he's being drafted ahead of Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's someone to me that possesses the ability to finish as the quarterback one. I don't think Joe Burrow has it within the range of outcomes to finish as the quarterback one. Not because he's not talented enough, but just because of the physical tools that Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts have, obviously running the ball, and then Patrick Mahomes, obviously, um, another beast entirely. So if I can get Lamar Jackson in the fourth round, I'd much rather do that than spend big in the second round. Um, you know, obviously Lamar Jackson last year didn't really pan out. I was saying the same thing last year. So obviously can be burnt, you know. I, you know, I was someone who's taken Lamar Jackson in the fourth, fifth round of, of drafts last year. Um, but, you know, it remains to be seen whether that, that'll happen again. But with that contract situation sorted out, he's definitely someone I'm targeting. Thanks, Frank. Um, I'm up on the board now. Uh, T. Higgins got taken right after Mark Andrews. I had the same idea. I, I was eyeing out for Mark Andrews because uh, even though um, a running back, you think, is, is the strategy here as I've already taken back-to-back wide receivers and um three of the you know the top five quarterbacks from last season has already been taken. I'm gonna go back to the well and I'm gonna go wide receiver again just to really, you know, put me um clearing above the rest of, you know, my my three running back uh my three running backs, my three wide receivers. Um as T. Higgins just got taken, which I'm happy he got taken instead of the guy I'm gonna take now, because there was no way I was gonna take back to back uh Bengals to start my uh, draft. Um, now, I could go running back here, but um, the guys that I were was looking at to be my RB1, there's a, quite a bit of a gap, I think, uh, after Brees Hall and Tony Pollard got taken uh, between these next guys here that I have a choice from with Ramondre, Najee, and uh, Etienne. I think that those guys can still be uh, good assets on your fantasy team, but I think as, you know, uh, that that gap between uh you know where Pollard will finish or Brees or Jacobs compared to the rest of these uh running backs I think it's it's too big not to to go back to the well um so I'm gonna take Chris Alave here um I just think that all three of my receivers can definitely um you know they can all finish as the number one uh, on the year Chris Alave you know it's a a bit more of a jump for him but I think at at least top five, he's definitely got the potential. He's all three of these guys are the clear cut wide receiver one for their team. So um, I've I've taken a pretty big uh you know um uh, step here with just going straight for three wide receivers, no other position. But uh, um, I got the best core in in the in the draft so far. So um, Joe, you're up next. Yeah, in between um went Ramondre, Steven Season, um Smitty. And Gibbsy. Um yeah, yeah, do love. Couple of your boys, Joe. The whole draft so far has been my boys, Frank. Um, yeah, my dynasty team's great. Um look, with this pick, sort of a flat sort of tier, I would have thought, after Stevenson. Um I'm gonna take Travis Etienne, but I don't really love it. Um, I think he's clearly better than Najee, Kenneth Walker. Um, I'm probably going to be able to get a receiver, um, on the way back or a quarterback, whether I want to go that way or not. I think it's a safer pick, um, 
don't really love it for dynasty, but for redrafts, I think Travis Etienne will be fine. Um, sort of the back end of the third round. Um, yeah. So after Joel's pick at the three eight, it went DK Metcalf at the three nine, uh, Aaron Jones at the three ten, and Najee Harris at the three eleven. Um, yeah, it puts me in a real awkward spot because I took. Uh, receiver, receiver, obviously, was going to look to go um, running back. But, yeah, it's kind of gross. That's, um, That's really rough. I've just had a look at the board. That's rough. This is why yeah. we do the exercise, Frank, so the listeners don't fall into this spot. Um, you know, maybe I should have taken Derek Henry or a JT where I took CD Lamb so I wouldn't be here. Um, but, you know, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to punt it even more um, because I don't want, that awful, awful Joe Mixon on Frank's roster. And and Ken Walker just kind of scares me a little bit. Um, so I'm going to take my man, Debo Samuel. I think he's back. Um, In the third round. That's crazy. No, I love him. I think he's going to be good again. And um, I'm going to pair him with another one of my boys, who I think actually can threat Travis Kelsey as the tight end one. You might laugh at me, but it's going to be TJ cock in season because he's got a massive one, and that's why I'm taking him <laughs> in the fourth round. Oh, wow. Yeah, bold move. I kind of like it, though. Um, in between them went some very old, old Joe Mixon and Keenan Allen shares, followed by calf boy Joe Burrow at the 4-4. <laughs> Calf boy. He's got no calf. calf boy. Nah, where's the calf? Where's the Achilles located, boys? Right on the According to Frank, he is a doctor. He knows where the Achilles is. <laughs> um <laughs> look, it's really tempting to take Lamar Jackson here. Um Do it. Do I'll, it. <laughs> I'd want to take Cooper or Ridley, but looking at Lamar, he gets so many rushing yards and they're gonna be high flying offense at Baltimore this year. Todd Monken, Frank, I'm buying the hype. Give me love. Anyway, um I'm on the board now. Um so Joel's just taken Action Jackson. Um after that another Raven, JK Dobbins, Kenny Walker and Amari Cooper. Um, so I'm on the clock here. I've already gone three straight wide receivers, so I've kind of cornered here into uh taking a running back, kind of. Um, just completely depends because I know that um Frank's gonna need a running back. The only thing is, um, team one can't go running back, running back again, they're gonna have to go a different position. So if I did want to take a quarterback before, you know, if there was a guy like, like let's say. Justin Fields um was wanted by me, but I know Frank uh will most likely take him if I let him go. Um I'd probably take him here, but I'm happy with whoever drops to me out of the two that are uh, out of the two Justins that are here on the board. Um so even if you know they both get taken, I'm not too um I'm not too much in strife. I, I'm probably gonna um go with a running back just to 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 um set my running back one up it's not the greatest but because of how much 
of uh, a gap I have between the rest of the league with my wide receivers. I don't mind um, taking Miles Sanders here. Uh, it's not it's not amazing. It's just going to be a volume monster. You're just going to have to hope and pray he stays healthy. Um, it's kind of like when uh, Joel took uh, ETN. I don't love it, but I think it's the smart uh, move here, um, taking Miles Sanders. All right. So like you said, Charlene, after you took Miles Sanders, Justin Herbert came off the board. Um, not the Justin I wanted. So you're absolutely right, Charlene. I'm stoked that Justin Fields has landed here. I know Sleep has got him predicted to rush for 935 yards. I would hope that's the over-unders because G.I. would smash the overs on Justin Fields rushing yards this season. Um, man is going to go absolutely bananas on the ground. Um, give me Justin Fields. Just want to point out that I genuinely just can't stomach taking Miles Sanders in the fourth round. Like, if I took the running back 15, who I hated playing in my lineup every single week in the fourth round, I don't think I could sleep at night, Charlie. So, um, you enjoy that. I'm going to take Justin Fields, who's actually going to be a difference maker for my team. You said he couldn't take a running back, and then team one has gone and taken Damian Pierce at the 412. That is wild. With wide, their wide receiver one is Cal, is Drake London, not Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's still on the board. Starts to become a little bit intriguing uh, here in the fifth round. do want to point out, I'm not going to do it, but if you're playing in any sort of tight end premium and George Kittle's fallen to the fifth round here, even though I've got Mark Andrews, I'd probably consider taking George Kittle there because um, sort of once you get to like a a one point or a two point, um, sorry, like a one point addition. So like, let's say you're playing a 0.5 um, and then it's a 1.5 PPR for tight end. Um, starts to get very, very interesting. If you're playing like a, a one point PPR and then a, a two point tight end premium, that yeah. difference in points is like smaller. It's only like two times the number of points. But if you're playing a 0.5 and then a 1.5 tight end premium, you're getting three times as much points per catch, if that makes sense. Um, so that tight end becomes very, very interesting at this point in the draft. Um, Sleep ADP has Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin as the next wide receivers off the board. I'm going to go a little bit further down the draft board here. I don't like these running backs that are here. I'm not comfortable taking Cam Akers, Alexander Madison, James Connor, and DeAndre Swift's up here in the fifth round. It's not going to happen. It won't be me. I want to take my boy. Jerry Judy, um, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. Undisputed number one wide receiver in the offense. Um, is incredibly talented. Shows you what he could do in the back end of last year. I think he continues that. Um, hopefully, Russell Wilson has a better year than he did last year. It can't really get much worse. And he still finished as a wide receiver 22, even though he missed a ton of games as well. And you laughed at my Debo pick. I don't actually don't mind Debo. I've got Debo in like, I think, two or three leagues, maybe. It's definitely more than one. Wow, Team 3 takes Kyle Pitts over George Kittle um, when he's going tight end, which uh good for him. Um, Charlie, just so, quickly, are you in on Kyle Pitts this year? Uh, he's going to be better than last year, obviously. It's not very hard, but um, I don't think he's going to, you know... Help you, help you in any way taking him here. Like he's gonna, he most likely finish, you know, top, top seven and tight ends. But yeah, that doesn't mean anything. I think there's still gonna be a huge gap between the top two, and and everybody else. Um. So look, if if you if you think he's gonna take more of a jump with 
Desmond Ritter back there. Um, go for your life. Uh, but not me. Um, he's on my dynasty team, but that's because I want him for the future when he gets an actual QB. Um, but as for this season, I'm still pretty off him. Like he's he's gonna be better. I don't think it's hard because uh, you know, you hope that Desmond Ritter is like ten percent better than Marcus Mariota. I think if Frank went out there, he'd 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 be pretty close to being as good as. Oh, I'd throw it up to him for you, Shaw. I'd, I'd, I'd get him involved. I think, uh, you know, you, you know that crazy stat with his deep targets? None of them, like 0%, like absolutely catchable. Close, like it's ridiculous. Surely Frank can go in there and give him a catchable deep target. I don't, I don't think I could, Shah. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, I appreciate well, you having my well, back. You might as well, you might as well have put you there because Mark's Mariota couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with you though. Like why take, Kyle Pitts here when you can have George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, Darren Waller, who arguably have more upside in their offense than what Kyle Pitts does. Obviously, you know, aside from George Kittle, he's probably more talented than the other two guys, but you know, these he's the he might be the number one target in Atlanta, but what does that really give you? A hundred percent. It's uh it's like even even like Drake London, I really like him and the talent, and he's going to be a really good player. But uh, you got to give it another year. I don't think uh, that Atlanta's offense is going to be any good. Um, it's just going to be uh, the Bijan show. It's going to be dump offs and run uh, and rushes all day. It's going to work for majority of the time because I don't know how it worked last last season so much. Uh, but yeah, I don't want uh, I don't want any pa- pass catches out of the the Falcons' offense. Um, but yeah, I'm glad he took Pitts instead of Kittle because that's where I'm going. I was thinking about going QB, but I think that if I wait on it a bit later, I'm still going to get a uh, fairly good value. Like Trevor Lawrence is really enticing here, uh, but I I was going to take either of the Justins if they fell to me, which unfortunately they didn't. So I'm going to take a, a tight end here and go with George Kittle. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry, buddy. Stop getting on. You're on the Ladbrokes app. Yeah, I was trying to bet David Warner under 85 and a half, but um, (laughs) is that for the match or is that for the innings? The innings, dumbass. Um, (laughs) god, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're probably that, you dope. Um, anyway, between that went Calvin Ridley, which made oh, well. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, which made me sad. DJ Moore, which did make me that sad. And Terry McLaurin. Um, so we are back on the clock. And you're going to say it's a sucker pick. And I know it's a sucker pick. But I'm doing it anyway. I am going to take Alexander Madison. Oh, fuck oh you. God. Yeah. Oh, Someone had to do it. It's very low. We're getting into the fifth round. He's yeah. gonna get all the work. Is he? Yeah, he is. All right, fellas, this is where I thrive. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins off the board at the five nine. Christian Watson, Frank's boy, the five ten. Hey, 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 not anymore, not anymore. Oh, yeah, he's still your boy at heart though. And Trevor Lawrence at the five eleven. Um, maybe a bit early for him, but you know. Anyway, um. Yeah, what am I going to do here? I'm just looking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take two gross running backs, I guess. And uh, oh. 
Do you want to take a stab at who they're going to be? One of them will be James Conner. Oh, yeah, it will. Yeah. It's just boring. Andrew loves our bet with Joel. Yeah. I just think he's going to volume his way there. He's not actually that bad at football. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. What's the bet for everyone at home? Uh, oh, well, if you listen to the pod, Charlene, <laughs> you would know what the bet is. No, I know what the bet is. But t- just remind everyone what the bet oh, is. Yeah. I have James Conner oh, and Frank as a top 15 running back points per game. Against Joel, um, yeah, feel pretty good about it. And how many uh, games does he have to play? Oh, any game. one game. Points per one game, game. scores. He's going to score thirteen fantasy points week one. Um, he'll have like some crappy like one yard goal line touchdown, and we win the bet. It's great. He'll carry ACL on the goal line. Bold of you to assume the Cardinals will score a touchdown. <laughs> 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 and uh, at this point of the board. Um, I'm going to take oh, – it's so bad, but I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I don't think... I don't hate Cam Akers here. Yeah. That's, that's what you're going at. That's, that's, I don't hate it. That's who I'm taking. Um, yeah. At I... least you didn't take DeAndre Swift at the 6-2 right after. God, you'd have to be a real loser. I don't really have any analysis on Cam Akers. <laughs> I think he's just going to get the ball, and if he's, you know, all right, he'll be all right for running back. Just need him to be – I'll be 20 for me, and uh, I'll be fine. My other positions will carry me. Uh, Joel, over to you. Yeah, I was drafting scared there for a while, um, but the computer took DeAndre Swift at the 6-2, Tyler Lockett at the 6-3, and Dalvin Cook without a team at the 6-4. Um, <laughs> I think this is a really easy pick at the 6-5 um, to take a player who, when he actually plays, um is very good, I think. Um, but he doesn't have to be in a team that just passes the ball so much with fresh help at offensive coordinator to perhaps get the average depth of target up. Playing alongside a rookie and a very, very old Keenan Allen, I am, of course, talking about big Mike Williams. Um, I think he has probably the most upside out of all these players around this sort of draft position. Um, but yeah, attached to Justin Herbert um, compared to all the other receivers around here, Chris Godwin attached to Baker, Ayuk to Purdy, Marquise Brown attached to Clayton Toon and Mike Pittman attached to a rich or, it's Anthony. a running back. He's attached to a running back. Well, it could be him. Could be Minshew Mania. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take the guy with Justin Herbert. Thanks. I want to point out that you were the Mike Williams guy last year, Joel. And to, be, to put it nicely, you were wrong. Um, Keenan Allen missed time and Mike Williams still wasn't that good. And then Keenan Allen came back and was... The wide receiver three over that stretch. Um, I'm I'm not bought into Mike Williams to be honest. I think QJ, you know, plays a more a similar role um, as to what Mike Williams does in comparison to what Keenan Allen brings. I think Keenan Allen brings a unique um, skill set to the offense still, even in, at his older age. I'd much rather take Chris Godwin, Marquise Brown, regardless of the offense, um, purely just because they're going to get far more targets than Mike Williams. Mike Williams wasn't someone that was hyper-targeted in the first place. Because they had that awful awful offensive coordinator who only threw at Dawson Eckler. 
Well, you don't know that it's going to get better. I do. Like, Justin Herbert is still the quarterback who loves to throw it to Austin Eckler. Only because he was told to. He wants to throw okay. long, Frank, long. Frank really <laughs> lets you know when you got something wrong, doesn't he? Frank, yeah. weren't you in on Matt Stafford last year? <laughs> I was not. That, nah, you're making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm on the board. I'm, uh, I'm a bit sad. There was a four... A run of four wide receivers taken off the board. I don't really want Pittman or Goodwin. I really had my eyes on Hollywood. Um, but I'm not that upset because I have uh, the best wide receiver call in this draft. Um, I'm a bit up. The, what I am upset about is I, I, I took Kittle. And I think if I if I did go wide receiver, I could have still taken a tight end here, whether it being Kittle or, or got it. Um, but, um, yeah, so I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm a little bit stuck of where I want to go. Um, I think I'm still gonna st- stick around in the wide receiver room though. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, oh no, I can't do that. I've already taken a a forty nine up. Now I'm really stuck. Oh, are you no. that? Are you that guy? You don't want to take two players from the same offense? I don't want to. That I mean, it's it's the smart pick. I'm most likely going to do it. Uh, because I I didn't. You know, I I mean, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are a bit different than George Kittle and and Brandon Ayuk, uh. But I think I'm I'm gonna go back to the well and and go go wide receiver again, uh. Because the you know the 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 quarterback group here, there's not there's not any anyone that's uh you know it's big difference between who's gonna get picked next, um. Especially with uh you know Frank and and Team Three already hadn't hadn't taken a QB. Um, so that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna gonna stick in uh Sam Fran. And I'm gonna take Ayukia. Why didn't you take Christian Kirk? Frank thinks he'll beat Ridley. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I think they'll both. I think they're both gonna be good, Joel. So my analysis was that Christian Kirk runs ninety plus percent of his routes out of the slot, and Calvin Ridley runs like all of his routes out wide. Um, they're not gonna be. He's not gonna be taking that many targets away from Christian Kirk. I'm not saying he's going to finish as a top 12 wide receiver like he did last year, but he's sure as hell not going to finish outside as like the wide receiver 24. He's going to be a wide receiver too. Good on you. You're a hero. Frank, um, you got sniped, man. You got sniped. You said. I did get sniped. I actually did get sniped. I wanted either Brandon Ayuk or Javante Williams. So I'm a little bit upset. I really, really wanted to have Brandon Ayuk at this pick and have the real best wide receiver core um, in this draft, Charlene. Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle, Jerry, Judy, Brandon, IU would have been a hell of a call. Um, I'm kind of stuck here at the 6'11". You've got two tight ends on the board. Dallas got it, Darren Waller, who I'd be very happy to take. Um, my tight end one had I not taken Mark Andrews earlier. Makes you wonder, should I have taken T. Higgins or Chris Olave um, at that position? Probably not. Doesn't upset me too much. Um, but obviously running back position starting to get very, very thin right now. Um, I still really don't like many of the names. It almost makes me want to keep punting the position. Um, but then the wide receivers have always start, also started to thin out. And I'd rather sort of wait maybe for that next tier as we get back around. Really struggling at this peak, if I'm being completely honest. Because Richard White ain't it. Alvin Kamara ain't it. Isaiah Pacheco ain't it. Neither is David Montgomery. I might as well wait longer. This is tough. I've really backed myself into a corner here. Get on with it. Yeah, sorry. Um, you paused it. I actually think I'm going to go Christian Kirk. 
Damn, I kind of want to go Jahan Dotson on the way back. That you sucks. Should've, you should have taken Jahan. Not yeah, yeah. I thought I could get him on the way back. Gee, I was pushing me luck. You would have got Burke on the way back. Yeah, no one wants that's him. okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's, everyone wants him. Don't worry about my boy. Um, so, yeah, Darren Waller and then Jahan Dotson went off the board. So that was 6 12 7 1. I'm still in the exact same position as far as the running back position goes. Make Richard um, Moore. You want to. I'm kind of, I feel like I'm being forced into it. There's nothing else. There's nothing else there. I have to get at least yes. one. Do you not have a running back yet? That's oh, no. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to, uh-huh. have to go to Rashad so White. I'm taking Miles Sanders in the fourth round. Uh-huh. That's so gross. Yeah, but, but, yeah look at you. What? Take no, 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 but are you really that shocked if Rashad White gives you like like one point less per game than Miles Sanders? Like, And you took him three rounds earlier. You're yeah, a superstar. I'm that, I'm that shocked. How? Tell me how. What do you mean how? Rashad White's going to get all the work and then Miles Sanders is going to get all the work. Are we that sure that... Miles Sanders is so much better than Rashad White. Yes, we are. Both offenses are going to stink. Rashad White might not be. Did you see? Did you see the Carolina Panthers run, uh, run offense last year? Yeah, it wasn't that good. Exactly. They made. They made. They made. Not performance. performance actually good. I rate him. You rate him. Take him there. I rate him, him right now. What about what Chuba Hubbard? Hubbard? What Chuba team is he on? Foreman. He's on the Bears, isn't he? Is he on the Bears? Is Foreman on the Bears right now? Yeah, the oh, third stringer. Third stringer. <laughs> He's not the third. Well, Khalil Herbert. Nah, give me Dante Foreman over those losers. And Joel's boy, Roshan Johnson. Loser. Um, I'm actually going to go Rashad White. I don't think I have a choice. Or do I go... No, nah, I'm going James Cook. I'm going James Cook ahead of those guys. I think he's got a nice PPR floor. Yeah. I'm hey, tilting. Remember when I'm he tilting. took James Cook as running back one last... Last yeah. block, last Great year. Learns, man. Yeah, my teams were good. I actually did. I didn't win any redraft. I was only in like two leagues, but I did well. Like I made playoffs in every league. Mm. You're good at making the playoffs and not winning. Traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually trying my hardest to get Frank not to take Rashad White because I'm taking Rashad White here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was gonna go quarterback here, but the the gap between these guys is so so small. Like taking Dak or Watson or Tua, um, like there's no advantage on um I'm having taken one of these guys here. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Rashad White, fill out my roster quite nicely. Um, I'm looking good. I'm my team looks great. That's all I that's all I can say. It is, Shalim. You are a superstar. Um, anyway. You get a room, you do. <laughs> After that pick went Mike Evans, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, as Frank was so eloquently pointing out, the board is getting thin at all positions, Frank, not just the positions that you seem to like. But that's okay because the good drafters can sniff out the value, um, of which there is not much. But one player who <laughs> I will take. There's not much. Oh, man. I'm going to take Traylon Burks. 
Yeah. Are you serious? Why are you not taking Dallas Got It? Yeah. What are you doing? You really fucked that up, I think. I thought that's what he was getting at. Yeah. That was the obvious pick. That's why you guys don't win fantasy leagues. Because you really <laughs> make it the <laughs> obvious <laughs> You've never won. <laughs> Get off I picked you last year in the finals, remember? Are you taking the wide receiver oh, two? Oh, what, in the fake league? league. You're taking the wide receiver two in Tennessee. Who said he was the wide receiver two? Oh, my God. Yeah, who said it? Yeah, I know yeah. Hopkins is about to have, like, 120 targets, and you're going to look like an idiot. Well, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it, okay? Did you see what... Oh, hey, did you see what? At he least said your wide receiver one isn't Jordan Addison, like Team Eleven. <laughs> what? I don't know if anyone's sneakily seen that. What? Well, um, all right, back to the draft. Um, Alvin Kamara, someone I was looking at, went off at seven nine. Um, I don't think the suspension's going to be that great. Um, I mean that big, and I still think he's going to be pretty good running back when he returns. Uh, Dallas got it at the seven ten. Jordan Addison, um. Speeding to save his dog. Um, I would do the same for Ezra. He is a good man, a good, good man. Um, at the 7 11. Uh, now I am here at the 7 12. Uh, Wheels would love this spot because he's got his pick of the Steelers receivers. Uh, he'd take both, he'd go back to back, he'd double tap them. And uh, Pat Fryer move, don't yeah. forget him. Don't forget him. Um, I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson with one of these picks. Um, you know, whether you think he's a good man or not, Frank actually does think he's a good bloke. Uh, he said that. But um, I think he's going to be a good quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back into the top 10. So I'll lock up that position now um, before it thins out. And I will pair him with... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that, but I'm going to because I think... There will be receivers down the board that I like. So I'm just going to take Antonio Gibson. You might say it's gross. No, I don't mind it. I don't mind yeah. it. Thanks, Shalim. I think he's going to be okay as my running back three. Um, Joel, back to you as the good drafters find the value on the board. Jeez, I just got shafted. Pickens, AJ, Dylan, and Dion Tay Johnson all went in the following three picks. Um. Leaves me back on the board in a position probably two weeks ago. I would have been all over Kadarius Tony, but he is more yeah. focused on starting Twitter fight than playing actual NFL games. So oh. I will pass on him. Um, I'm not going to take a tight end just out of spite from <laughs> you guys saying I should have taken one last time. And <laughs> listeners, it is okay to do that in your leagues. Um, don't, listen to what other people tell you. Um, I think, look, I do have a relatively strong running back room as it is. Um, but obviously after, well, they're running back to already thin and looking down the list of teams coming up, they need running backs desperately. And one running back that I'm happy to take a shot on um, did get the first carry with the first team offense. Exciting is Rashad Penny. You probably need something to happen to DeAndre Swift or probably a couple of people in that offense to get, you know, maximum upside for Rashad Penny. But if it is the case, um, 
he could very much pop. So I'll take Richard Penny. I think he's very good. Um, yeah. What are we at? Like the ninth round, the eighth round? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm happy to take the upside of Richard Penny there. Um, yeah, nice pick, Joel. Um, I don't really get the, you know, the giant gap between him and Swift. Like I, I don't see a lot of, um, you know, catching out the backfield with the quarterback Jalen Hurts. He doesn't really dump it down. Um, so I don't really understand. I guess if they really think he's going to be the, the running back one, he's going to take touches off Penny, which obviously. As you can see right now, he's got the first team reps out of uh, minicamp, which is, you know, it's a bit early to to make a case for, but I think that they should really be a lot closer, um, you know, those two. But I don't really like either of them. But I think that with how Miles Sanders performed last year, he what did, what did he catch? 20 passes, I think he had. I think he had like 25 targets or something. It was, it was pretty funny. But I know he's not a pass catcher like DeAndre Swift, but I just can't see, you know, uh, Swift catching so many more passes to, compared to Penny. And then their rushing, you know, touches going to be that much different. Um, and then who's going to – there's no way Swift is going to get any goal line work with Hertz and Penny there. So I think the upside is all with that pick. It just depends if he's going to stay healthy or not. Um and then after that is Tony, which um I don't know what Team Seven's doing there. Brandon Cooks and Dak Prescott, who that's who I was keeping my eye out on, but that's okay because I'm gonna take Tua here. Um, like I said before, not much difference between Tua, Dak, and and Watson, but I think after that it gets a bit uh, it's a bit weird at the quarterback position. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not uh not mad at Tua here, and that's gonna fill my whole roster up. So I'm really happy. That's good for you, Charlene. I'm glad you're happy. Um, team three then followed that up with Quinton Johnston um, at the 8-10. Probably not the next wide receiver I would have up on my board. I'd, as far as like the rookie wide receivers, I'd rather take Zay Flowers here. Um, just sort of looking down the list. Maybe possibly Zay Flowers. I'd probably take Gabe Davis or Michael Thomas ahead of Quinton Johnston. I understand the rookie does have some upside as well, being in such good offense tied to um, Justin Herbert. Obviously, gaping hole in my roster right now is still running back. Um, James Cook, I'm looking to get, you know, that PPR floor. I think, you know, I'm pretty stacked at wide receiver and tight end. Got the elite quarterback. Um, I'm just trying to get by at the running back position. and think what I need to do is just buy some production. Um, someone that you know is going to have a role on the offense. Someone that is going to get carries, you know, based on, you know, their skill set. As you can currently see it, obviously things can change during camp injuries, everything like that. Um, someone that I can see playing a role in their offense the entire season. Very safe pick. Very Not, not much up, upside, but definitely someone I'd like to have in my roster, especially in a build like this, is running back from the Washington Commanders, Brian Robinson. Um, obviously missed all of his training camp as a rookie after he was shot in the offseason. Um, obviously now gets a chance to basically be, you know, arguably the 1A, 1B to... um to Antonio Gibson in Washington um, has a chance to sort of cement himself in that backfield. Um, I think he's a solid player, so I'm happy to take him there. Um, now just looking at what's on the board coming up, 
I didn't have wide receivers, Gabe Davis, Michael Thomas in this range are interesting. Obviously, Buffalo didn't end up getting DeAndre Hopkins. So Gabe Davis is still the wide receiver too. He was someone that was going, you know, up to three or four rounds earlier this time last season. Obviously, didn't pan out, but you can get a much better value for him this year. He's going to have those blow-up games that can be handy if you do end up being in it. You know, during the buy rounds, if you put Gabe Davis in your lineup and he gives you a 20-bomb because he's caught two touchdowns for 100 yards, then you're very, very happy. Um, Michael Thomas, I think if he gets on the field, he's going to have target volume from Derek Carr um, as well. But I am going to go back to the well at running back. And the next one I'm going to select is Khalil Herbert. Again, in this kind of build, I'm looking for points. I'm looking for safe points. I want some, basically, some running backs I can put into my lineup, play them against a good matchup, and, you know, expect, you know, eight to ten fantasy points. That's all I need. I feel really comfortable at the wide receiver, tight end, and quarterback positions. All right. Nice pick, Frank. Um, And your man, Gabe Davis, got taken straight after. Um, I am in the complete opposite camp as Frank um, with the way I see my running backs uh, because I think uh, I have solid floor with the two guys that I've taken with White and Sanders. Uh, they're, they're not really upside picks uh, because of how uh, well I've I've built around them. Um, so if I'm going to go with a running back here, I'm going to go, I'm going to shoot for upside. So I'm looking at, uh, you know, um, someone like A-Chain or um, even uh, Charbonnet. Charbonnet is a bit more of a capped upside because I know that uh, I'm, I'm like hoping for an injury to Kenny Walker. Um, otherwise, I'm looking at another wide receiver who I was really uh, had my eye out for, Gabe Davis. Um, but these other wide receivers, with the way that I've built my team, because I've got so many already, I'm I'm gonna hit running back again, and I'm gonna take uh, Devon A Chain here uh, with my next pick. Yeah, you're gonna be upset when the oh. Dolphins trade for Jonathan Taylor. God, that's going to be good. What a good day that's going to be. That's your tight ends, Joel. Look at this run. Yeah, far out. He was just talking <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's um, so good. Evan Ingram, Pat Fryer, Muth, and David Njoku, back to back to back. Um, Yeah. So, anyway. I he was would... hoping for David Njoku. He's so upset. He's pretending he's not. No, you think that. But, Frank, I'm a sharp. And I am going to pair my quarterback one with the wide receiver at training camp, who is the best wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. And it ain't close, is what <laughs> I, I actually heard. really like the pick. I really like the pick. So I will stack Zay Flowers with Lamar Jackson. Um, oh, took the wrong not one. Rashad Bateman. What? No, it's actually Odell. That's your opinion. <laughs> anyway, I'll be taking Zay Flowers, who is a dynasty sell, by the way, people. Go get your 25 first for Zay Flowers. Um, yeah, fellas, this might be the uh, the last pick we do on the on the old podcast. Um, the Fun Police Frank wanted to wrap it up soon. Um, no, 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 no. The Fun Police Frank wanted to save our sleepers. So these sharp late round picks. Want to save this for another episode for the listeners. Can't give all the give all the secrets away in one go, Andrew. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. So this will do the nine round draft. We might um put the results of the draft on the socials. You can follow them on Twitter at the FB Addicts, Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. 
Um, I will close the draft, Frank, with uh, Elijah Moore. Uh, hype on training camp is crazy, going crazy right now. And uh, pair him with uh, D. Watt. Um, I think those brown dogs might be sneaky good. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll do the the pod. Um, yeah, what's that message about? Oh, David Warner just went out. So Joel's very angry in the group chat, Frank. But um, yeah, uh, I have no more. Com- Joel, angry? Since when? I have uh, no more closing comments. Thanks for the exercise, fellas. Uh, did you just learn anything? Um, yeah, talk me through it. Sleeper episode coming soon. Um, yeah, thanks, Frank, Charlie, and Joel. You've been great. You're awesome. Hey. Thank you, Andrew. It's always a pleasure. Um. We'll be back on soon. We'll be recording another podcast uh, shortly, and we'll uh, we'll get that out to the listeners. And as always, conquer the day. I remembered this time. Charlie wouldn't get that. He hasn't no, been around. I don't. I don't. That was kind of. That was weird. Um. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Shout out to all my fans. I think everyone's happy I'm back. So um, yeah. Tune in for the next episode. Thank you.